0: The big bucks, you get the uh, close up camera. Nice, 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 Are we going?
1: Are we good? Wrap it in. Uh, Zach Scriven podcast and Intellic podcast. Zach Scriven and Intellic and 4.0 Solutions podcast, Intellic podcast, sponsored by Intellic Integration. <laughs> Take zero. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do in
0: this uh, video or with this podcast is the first half of the podcast is going to be up on Intellic's YouTube page. The second half, you can go over to Zach Scriven Media. And check out the second half of the podcast, or if you're on Zacks Media, go check out the first half. And yeah, so Walker, thank you for the time. You know, we just got done filming an entire day's worth of content, entire month's worth of content, uh, all about selling IIoT. Um, you know, how to sell to executives, how to sell to end users. What do you think
1: of today's content, man? I thought it was great. It was e- exhausting, actually, shooting the content. So a lot of people ask questions about, uh, you know, how do we go about the process of Uh, building our digital content Uh, you know I may be the person up in front of the board and you know babbling along but I mean really the vision is Zach's vision so um, essentially what we do before we get up in front of the the board is uh, we we go over the 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 prompting questions that you're gonna ask we don't really prep for them it's not like we don't do any research or anything like that we basically uh, try to keep it as organic as possible so we'll have a list of questions that you'll prompt I get up in front of the board, and I just answer them. So it, it is very exhausting. Actually, it's probably the most exhausting day of the month I have. We do try to – we shoot a ton of content in one day, and that's everything we get for the month. Uh, February will be a little different because I we're going to do a second shoot. I'm going to go out to L.A., yeah. um, and we'll do a, a second shoot to answer more about you know how to sell IoT. But uh, And a
0: lot of the questions are actually coming from your guys' comments, so feel free to leave those through. We actually might even pull some of those up in this – kind of longer format video, and really the reason why we want to do this is to further engage with the community, uh, you know, get to know you guys better, you guys get to know us better, and really document our journey because it's been a wild ride, you know. I mean, shoot. It just seems like yesterday where I was hitting you up to be number seven on the Zach Driven Podcast, uh, I just came up with this wild idea to do Automation Month, and uh, now it's almost Automation Month again in May,
1: so... Which, by the way, I'm actually excited for because I think now you've already done, like you've done this this one run through with it, right? Yeah, this now is every, number
0: 64 podcast, I think.
1: So everyone knows what to expect with Automation Month. So now I think more people will be pining to get on the yeah. podcast during that month to uh, maybe Corso would be a perfect guest. Yeah, uh, Dave from Corso, yeah, Alex. They, get them both, actually, yeah. for... For automation month that would be great to get them on. Derek Stickler, yep. you
0: know we had Sean Terrell, but maybe I'll have him on again. Obviously, you uh, as uh, a frequent guest.
1: Graham, we get Graham on there, and, yes. and uh, yes. uh, uh, I think uh, getting Jeff Nepper from Kennery Labs would be. Oh, I've been wanting be to get great. Jeff for a while. Jeff, uh, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah, Vikram, uh, actually uh, Vikram from Easy Automation, he just called yeah. me. Actually, call me. I need to call him back. Sorry, Vikram, if if I haven't called you back by the time you see Bra- this.
0: Brandon, uh, Dustin, yep. uh, Eric Compton. All the other automation influencers on linkedin you know just amazing community and um you know i was I, i'm surprised like people really enjoy not only being on the podcast but really listening to the podcast listening to people's stories yeah and it's my honor and pleasure to be able to share that with the audience and it really just it did start with with you man yeah well and now look at what we're doing and look at what we're creating and
1: because the two i was the only one who was crazy enough to do it first
0: <laughs> and and crazy enough to uh to be my first client at yeah. the media which was blessing. Well, but
1: the truth, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. So a lot, of, one of the questions that a lot of people have asked me, um, over the last, uh, so we've been, our digital marketing campaign started uh, seven or eight months ago yeah, now, right? Uh, June, I believe. we got a lot of questions about, you know, a, uh, number one, how, how much does it cost? <laughs> you know, how much are you spending on digital media? Number two, uh, what's the process you go through to shoot the digital media? What's your goal? Um, and then number three, has it, returned any uh... you know are you getting prospects and that kind of stuff from it so initially what i said was you know we're you know I, and i actually said this in a previous video that you know no clients aren't calling us and saying we want you to do our project that actually isn't true anymore so now what's happened is we've kind of uh... we've really hit our stride and and we've actually gotten a, a lot of leads about a half dozen really high quality leads at this point over the last uh... like six weeks or so um, and those leads are actually from all three verticals. So the, the verticals that we're, that 4.0 Solutions is really focused on is systems integrators, OEMs, and end users. And we've, and we've gotten inquiries from all three verticals. That is systems integrators wanting us to come and teach yeah. their team how to leverage IIoT. Um, so that's the first one. The second one is OEMs, uh, manufacturers who want to leverage IIoT Interestingly, one of them is a motorcycle manufacturer uh, wanting to leverage IIoT in their manufacturing processes. That is using IIoT technology on the motorbikes that they make to send data back to the manufacturer, um, and then the then obviously the uh, the uh, the last one is the. Um, Systems. Pro- products and it, companies. Yeah, products companies. Right. And, and the Sorry, last I one. I because part, I'm looking at. The, yeah, you, distract, I, you distracted just, me when you looked at the. Well, I was looking at it
0: at the angle like the light looked off. Yeah, it and looked so off. So I was right. like, I'd hate to do this whole thing. And
1: so, so it's actually turned out to be a lot of um, it has sparked a lot of interest. But I would say the biggest advantage of of what we've been doing digitally as all the people we've been introduced to within the community. Um, mm-hmm. One of the biggest challenges that we've had is finding like minded thinkers. That's been our biggest challenge, you know, because there are more, there are more people who want to keep doing it the way they've been doing it. The they want to keep leveraging industry 3.0, and they want to squeeze as, as every dollar out of out of the that methodology. Yeah, maybe they'll go to industry 3.1. Right, and but now we we've been introduced to a lot more like-minded thinkers, and it and it's going to make it much easier for us to. Uh, to provide value in the market because we can force multiply with Mm -hmm. these, these people we've met in the community. So, and a lot of that's been through, through LinkedIn. Um, it is definitely worth all the effort. There's no question about it. Um, it is difficult. There's no way it's easy and you, and, and, uh, developing good content is, 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 is not easy. So it took us a while to find
0: our stride and really from not only you to, as a, the one in front of the camera, me behind the camera, but also behind the algorithm, behind the community, yep. and really just building trust with the community. Like, you know, are we just going to give up after a few months and then people don't care? So we really like we're in the trenches for a while. And you know, you you had faith in
1: me. I had faith in you. And so let me ask you this: what if what have you learned the most since you when since you started Zach Griven Media? You know, obviously you've grown a lot in 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 this industry not in in automation but in right. in within the marketing digital marketing what is what if there's one if you were to boil what you've learned down to one sentence or one thought what would that be really is being uh,
0: authentic being authentic and being transparent you know that's one of your core values but it really is true that's the one thing that, and, you know, even as I'm build, helping build your brand and I'm building my own brand, that's also true is the one thing that people like about me is they're like, Zach, you just, you lay it all out there, you know, from the moment you quit your job without a real plan. Like Walker did not tell me, hey, you know, quit your job and come work for me. No, <laughs> I quit my job. And then that kind of came to fruition over like a month or so. Yeah, and, yeah
1: I mean, you reached out and said, hey, I've, I've started this. How did how did that even did I reach out to you after you said we were doing it? I
0: reached out to you when we were doing the podcast. So we we, we said we we're going to do the podcast, and then like a few days later, I reached out and said, "Hey, would you want to sponsor it?" And I had oh, already right. filmed an ad, and the ad was kind of funny. It, uh, it was just kind of like joking that it was an ad, but it like actually became a real thing. That they paid me not only to run that ad, but they sponsored the entire Automation Month in for the Zach Driven podcast or like how much to do the whole like we'll not only sponsor that one episode, we'll do the whole month. Right. So that yep. kind of blew me away that not only were someone willing to pay for you know, I, I realized I had something valuable there, right? And obviously it wasn't enough to like live on, but it was the concept that I could create content in the industrial automation industry and reach an audience that was willing to listen and partner with advertisers that are willing to reach that audience and they all win together, right? There's not one losing party, right? right? My, my audience doesn't get mad that I work with brands like Flow Software, like Intellic, like 4.0 Solutions, uh, like other brands like Aviva that I, you know, go to their conferences, like Ignition, Inductive Automation.
1: Canary Labs, the, the whole, the whole thing. They stream. like that.
0: They want to know more about those companies and they want to know about it from a neutral third-party perspective. I mean, it's one thing to get on and watch a Canary Labs video from Jeff Nepper. They definitely should be doing that, and they are, and that's awesome. But you kind of have to take those videos with a grain of salt because it's like, okay, of course. They're know, selling. Of it. course, Don Pearson is going to love Ignition, right? <laughs> okay. Well, what, is, what does someone in the actual industry think? What does Walker Reynolds think? And so by helping create that podcast, I'm able to help share those stories, not just of my own, but of the community. And I think that's the force multiplication. And it's really what drives me, like the money, I, you know, I started out making like less than a third of what I was making. And I'm getting that back up. And, you know, doing Upwork has really helped. And, you know, now that our videos are more successful, like we have more revenue streams. And yeah, you know, YouTube AdSense is going to start kicking in and like there's going to be more opportunities, affiliate sales. So I'm not worried about the money. What really drives me is the passion of changing the industry. And that aligns with your passion.
1: One of the biggest things that I've learned throughout this process, because now, I mean, if we have literally been contacted by thousands of people, I mean, and and by contact that I, I mean, I, never mind the fact that you know uh, my following is increased, you know, more than a hundred percent, almost two hundred percent, I think. Uh, uh, Intelix following is we're at like two thousand. Yeah, two thousand percent, or so we're at. That means we're at uh 100 went from 50 to 2000 yeah we're at yeah so yeah we went from 50 followers to two thousand followers our youtube channel went from zero yeah from zero to whatever we are right. at now you, you, had your,
0: you had your personal channel right your personal channel right. is also starting to see more traffic in hits. that's right that's right and a
1: lot of the original videos are on that and so we, we so never mind the fact that we've increased that following which is obviously is important but there are literally thousands of people that have reached out to yes. us i mean if I wanted to, I could spend my entire day just talking with the people who have reached out to us because of this following. I cannot tell you how many emails we're getting, how many direct messages we're getting. Hey, I saw your video on YouTube about X, and I want you to tell me a little bit more about it. I've been having this problem. Can you help me through it? A lot of the inquiries have been related to um, selling IIoT, the challenges that that people are having selling IoT, which is the topic of our whiteboard series this month. We actually pivoted the the topic um, to to telling selling the benefits of IoT. Although we do get a little technical, right? We right. do we do get a little little bit. Actually, we get very technical at one, right. in one of the videos about uh, what is the value of IoT for to the system integrator. Yeah. But it, it the the big upside is just all the people that we've met and all the relationships that we've we've established, I mean, it's been profound. It really has been profound. What I'll say, the biggest thing that I've learned throughout this process is just how many people out there there are that need help. That's really, I mean, uh, you know, we, and it's, and it's, it's a blessing to, to have an opportunity to help them. Honestly.
0: So one question that I have for you is, you know, when you say other integrators are not our competitors, they're our colleagues, they're our collaborators. What do you say to someone who doesn't buy into that mindset?
1: Well, okay, so, I mean, it all goes down to my belief that um, the world is not zero sum, right? So um, there, you're, there are basically two p- types of people in the world. There are people who, and you can use lots of different analogies, but I boil down to this. The, there are people who see the world, the glass is half empty, and there are see, people who see the glass is half full. One of the things that I talk with my team about, or actually we interviewed a new guy today, and the analogy I used in that interview was there are two types of people in the world. There are people who get punched in the mouth, they fall down, they curl up in the fetal position, and they start to cry. And then there are the guy who gets punched in the mouth and he gets up, dusts himself off, and figures out how not to get punched in the mouth again. Right? It's the exact same thing. Right? So um, the, I see the world, I don't see it as a zero-sum game. I believe that you can create a market where a market didn't exist. I believe that by collaborating with people who are supposed to be your competitors, you can create new markets. Right. For like example... 4.0 solutions. Exactly, you can create 4.0 solutions. But let's use the systems integrator okay. as an example, okay? Um, there's, a, there's an integrator based in Indiana who um, uh, we had a major account in Tennessee, or a major account in Indiana, in southern Indiana. And I, I heard through the grapevine that there was this, this one developer who worked for this integrator in, in Indianapolis who is interested in developing with Ignition. Okay, now these guys are a competitor, in theory, of IntelliC integration. So I reached out to this developer, and, and what it, my mindset was, what I need to do is I, I need to get more integrators using Ignition, especially in the Northeast and in the Midwest, because Allen Bradley and the Allen Bradley products and all that stuff have such a foothold in the Chicago and, and Midwest area, so in Iowa and, and Chicago and Indiana. In those manufacturing hubs, they have such a foothold. So I set up a meeting with this kid, We a, a young man. We went, I went to Indianapolis and uh, we had lunch and I you know, talked to him and then I asked him if he'd introduce me to the president of his company. We had a separate conversation with him and I basically said to him, listen, the owner of the company, I, I said, if, if you, if I were you, I would jump in with ignition with both feet. And if you don't, I promise you, you're gonna be out of business in five years. I then invited them to southern Indiana so that I can introduce them to our client that we had there. Okay, now no, no integrator in their right mind <laughs> is going to do that. Okay, that literally no integrator in their right mind is going to do that. But I did that for two reasons. Number one, if I introduced my competitor to my customer, and, and the plan was we wanted to hand that client off because they're in Indianapolis and we're here in Dallas primarily, and it just makes way more sense. To, for them to support them, as long as I can teach that integrator how to support ignition so that we're not constantly having to travel to, Indianapolis, or to, to Indiana. So I introduced them to my customer. Then we invited that integrator to work with us on another project so that I could teach them how it is we develop. They developed that, that on the project with us uh, with another major client. It wasn't even that client, it was a separate client. Then, we, then I went to ICC and met with their president uh, and, and encourage that they continue to work with inductive automation. And today, so this was a couple of years ago, today they are a premier integrator operating in Indiana. They now have that account that we had in southern Indiana. We handed that account off to them. We never received any work or anything like that in exchange. But here's what's happen- Here what happened. By doing that, they are doing ignition training in, they are, yeah. in Indiana all the time. And what has happened now is we are getting calls from Chicago, we are getting calls from Indianapolis, we are getting calls from um, end users all over the Midwest who are asking our company to come help them do migrations from Wonderware to Ignition or to implement IIoT solutions. And, And here's the point, it's counterintuitive, right? Most integrators see that as zero sum. I've got one client in Southern Indiana and if I I somehow lose by teaching you my competitors so to support, who's supposed to be our client? Right. But it just made it was in the client's best interest for them to have an integrator down the street as opposed to having to work with us in Dallas. But there wasn't anyone with the expertise to do it. We needed mm-hmm. to create the expertise. But by creating the expertise, we created a new market in the Midwest for our company. Yeah. So in the end, we force multiplied. We made a partner, right? We, we created a partner, we kept our client happy, and, and, and long-term it generated additional revenue for us. So it's not, it isn't a zero-sum game. 100%. But it, I, wanna, I wanna do one more example. Okay. Um, I'm just I'm pulling up uh, yeah. someone I wanna
0: name drop here pretty soon. But. So,
1: so uh, earlier, uh, last week I, we flew um, to Tennessee, uh, so the, there was a, a bid that went out for a, a facilities management SCADA project. Uh, in Ignition, so and we were one of the companies that was asked to come bid that. We don't generally bid projects. Most of the stuff we're doing is enterprise level. There's not normally competition. There isn't a whole lot of people who do the stuff we do. So, um, but anyway, there were two other integrators. There were like seven or eight integrators there, but there were two other integrators there I know very well. Um, and you know, and both of them are good Ignition integrators. One's a big one, and one's a small one. One's out of Atlanta, and one's got offices all over the 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 country. And, and uh, so the three of us were kind of sitting together during the bid release and we were asking all the right questions and, and we, we encouraged the customer to rewrite their their RFQ. Uh, we asked them, we said we were highly recommended that they break the RFQ out into two phases. So the first phase would be, or the first phase would be all of the automation and communications and network architecture needed to be done. And they should use the EPCs that were in the room who were not Ignition developers to do that work. And then the second phase should really be the Ignition SCADA development. Okay? okay, So the customer listened to us and broke that out. In fact, I just received the email today, but I went to lunch with those two um, Ignition integrators and I told them, you know, we're not going to bid this project. In fact, what we're going to do is we're going to withdraw our name because you guys are here. You guys both have offices that are, that are closer. It makes more
0: sense. There's efficiency gains. That's
1: right. You guys can help this customer. They don't need us to do it. And what I'm going to do is we're going to withdraw our name, and I'm going to recommend that they select from you too. That's what I will do. Again, no integrator in their right mind is – like the integrators I've worked for – Integrator they, 3.0. That's right. Integrator 3.0 is never going to do that no matter what. No matter what, they're never right. going to do that. And the
0: reality is – We're is kind it, of born with that. It's, a, it's kind of a, almost like a survival instinct, I mm-hmm. think, and we kind of have to overcome that. And I want to talk about an example in digital marketing, but I want you to finish that.
1: Well, that, it's it's a it's a good point. The point is is that it is it is counterintuitive. It doesn't make a lot of sense. There aren't a lot of people who really, the the cynics out there really believe that we're that we're you know we're talking a bunch of bullshit, honestly, <laughs> about about seeing the community as as colleagues. When the reality is, yeah, we right. really do. And I assure you, any other integrator that's ever worked with Intellic Integration will tell you. Listen, they do things that we've never, we've never seen before. I mean, it's just because it, it really is at the core of who we are, the community is, is, uh, is something special. You know, it really is something special. And, and when we will truly affect change, that is, and what is that change? It's revitalizing manufacturing in the United States and, and, and recreating the middle class by creating these tech jobs within discrete manufacturing in the US. That's what our, that's the, the responsibility we've been tasked with. The way that we will be able to do, achieve that goal is when we actually work together as colleagues and not compete against each other yeah. as competitors, right? That, that, that's ultimately, if you wanna know what the core value, where that comes from, yeah. that's where it comes from.
0: So I wanna share my,
1: uh, my version of that story
0: uh, example, but from the digital marketing perspective, but you're gonna have to go catch that over on Zach Scriven podcast. We'll link that channel below, Zach Scriven Media. Uh, but real quick before we do end it and switch over to that story, uh, perfect example of life is not a zero sum game. I was flying out here this morning, and you, it's it's such a simple story, but it, it illustrates the concept perfectly. I was flying out here, and I had a uh, an aisle seat, which is nice, right? And a woman was, uh, you know, she came and sat down next to me, and I get up, get back down, and she's sitting down, and I see this other guy that she's with, and I'm like, that looks like her husband. And I'm like, hey, you know, like, is that your husband? And she's like, yeah, you know. And I'm like, well, why doesn't he, I'm like, sir, why don't you just sit right here? And he's like, oh, uh, that'd be awesome, but, like, I have, a, I have a, a middle seat. Like, why would you want to trade an aisle seat for a middle seat? And I'm like, I don't, I don't care, you know. <laughs> right. Like, I, I'd rather, I mean, first of all, I fly for free. So I'm blessed to be even on the plane. But second of all, it's like that's that I would want someone to do that for me if I was flying with my wife, right? That's right. Um, So I I trade the seat and I go back there, right? And I'm getting to the row where his seat was. And the guy who was in the aisle seat, all he does is slide over and he takes the middle seat. And he starts talking to the girl that was in the window seat. (laughs) And then I sit in the aisle seat. So not only do I feel really good about helping that guy out, sit next to his wife, the guy who was sitting in the aisle seat now has got a new friend who he can talk to. And he, you know, he gave me the seat. right? He, he reciprocated. He passed it on. You know, he paid it forward. And we all three won. Like, so like, we just created value out of thin air because I wasn't trying
1: to be like, no, this is my window seat. And consequently, consequently if it had gone the other way, you could create acrimony out of thin air as well. And, and it is a much more pleasant world to be in. When you create, when you when you live in a world where value is created out of midair rather than acrimony, right. So now I want to talk about the digital marketing story. Okay. Okay, guys. All right. So this is part two of the podcast.
0: Uh, Part one is over on Intelix page. Uh, It's really awesome. We talked about, you know, digital. Digital marketing, Industry 4.0, Yep. creating value out of thin air.
1: Uh, The zero sum, life is not a zero sum game. Yeah, how
0: uh, integrators think we're crazy for not calling them competitors, but really how we're trying to change the industry and build a community, and yeah, it's just amazing. So Mm -hmm. make sure to catch that part, part one over on Teleg, we'll link that below. This is part two, and I was just about to tell my story about, you know, you talked about how you gave that project to your, you know, who would ostensibly be your competitor and you just gave them that project without expectation of anything in return. But the way I like to look at- We gave them the
1: client. <laughs> we actually worked with that client for two years. We built their enterprise infrastructure. Oh wow. We built their whole enterprise MES system and then we brought, in phase three we brought, we I introduced them to that integrator in phase two we brought them in in phase three and we phased ourselves out wow. and but during the process of phase one and phase two we were we were we had to convince that integrator a to become an ignition um, house and b um, train up their staff yeah. so that they could support this this yeah. customer and we got nothing out of that i mean there was no yeah. no quid work quid pro quo there was nothing like that i mean it was
0: um, so if you guys are a listener of the Zach Schreiber podcast i know you guys are going to enjoy that first half but I'm diving right into the story, really, of how I saw content creation, specifically within the industrial automation community. I really, I, and when I see other content creators like, um, you know, uh, Dave Griffith and uh, Alex Marcy from Corso Systems, yep, and um, you know, Sean Taro, Jim Gavin, uh, who's posting videos now. I've been talking to. Like, I don't see that as a threat. I actually see that as a good thing. That's what I want to do. Like Elon Musk, he doesn't see other electric car companies as competitors. He, his whole goal was to uh, accelerate the advent of you know, uh, sustainable transport, right? Green my energy, whole, my whole goal was not to become a billionaire with Zach's Driven Media and have all the chips to myself. My whole goal was to accelerate the advent of digital content creation within the industrial automation industry to move the industry forward faster. Um, and the, the the analogy that I like to use is, is within consumer tech YouTubers. Much more common throughout YouTube and on the internet. Uh, you know, guys like MKBHD, which I'm sure we've all seen. Uh, Linus Tech Tips, you name it. Love um,
1: Linus, love Linus. Right. Shout out to Linus, please watch the podcast. <laughs> I love Linus Tech Tips.
0: Right, so you don't see them uh, fighting, right? You actually see them collaborating. Um, You know, even like kind of more of the cinematic content creators like Peter McKinnon, Casey Neistat, you see them all collaborating with people in their niche. Uh, Sean Cannell, uh, you know, Roberto Blake, people within the video content uh, niche, they're collaborating, they don't see each other as competitors. This is something I really see on LinkedIn, that's really why I love LinkedIn is Even if someone else is a digital marketing guru, they don't see me as a competitor. They collaborate. They drop a comment, you know.
1: Well, Joe Rogan is a perfect example, right? I mean, the Joe Rogan experience is a—it's a major moneymaker for him, right? It's one of YouTube's most popular um, streams and podcasts, and he has other. YouTube streamers and podcasters on his show yeah. all the time. I mean, he, he's promoting their, he's promoting the competition on his own, yeah, on his own show. What but should but be not, his competition. But yeah, but it's not, so right?
0: it, and it, so it makes sense there, but so I really just took that concept and just applied it to industrial automation. Like you've applied that same philosophy to integration and, you know, distributor and, you know, end users, executives, integration. Industry 4.0, it's that same digital transformation, it's that same mindset shift, but for a digital content creation perspective.
1: So there are actually a couple of guys that I want to give shout-outs to. Do okay. it. Let's hear so, uh, them. There are two people that I've that I I've talked to in depth uh, quite a bit, so Justin Dean um, and, uh, a great. And, the, and this guy, John McKeon, who I've had a lot of conversations with over the last week or so, and Justin comments on a lot of our content, but one of the things that I want to say is that until we started doing this and still, I mean, I really see our digital marketing and one of the things we talk about in our board meetings here uh, when the executive leadership team is asking me, why is it we should be investing in this? And I say, it's because we're getting the message out, right? We, that there's no way that we, we can't help everyone who needs our help. Okay. There's no, I mean, there's no way we can help everyone who needs our help. That is, at, you know uh, manufacturers who want to digitally transform so that they can mm-hmm. be sustainable over the long run in right. a digital economy. Using communication 3.0. <laughs> using communication <laughs> 3.0, right. So we, we can't possibly help them all, okay? Um, so we need to build an army of like-minded thinkers who are going to be able to force multiply. Right. So that's what I say. I want to get the message out. But there are two people I definitely want to give. Sh- so John McKeon and Justin Dean, are two people that I I knew, I knew of Justin actually before yeah. we started doing this, but I didn't I didn't know him personally and I certainly didn't know what his values were or anything like that. But Justin and John are two people who have I've, I've been able to interact with extensively and what I've learned about them is that all these things that I've been putting up on the board and, and architecting the integrator of the future, they have both said to me, listen, this is exactly wh- how we've architected our companies and we didn't know anyone else was doing it either. Like What that, I learned from that was that there are like-minded thinkers out there and that given the right environment and with the right way of thinking, more than one person can come to the same natural conclusion, the natural evolution, without any outside influence. And and so now we can take myself, Justin, John, and and, and Dave, and, and Alex, and Sean, and, and, and all Brandon the all the, and Brandon, and all Justin. the. I mean, eventually we're gonna get to the point where <laughs> it takes twenty minutes just to <laughs> list off. But we now we can take all those people that right. we've met, and we can force multiply in the market, which is, is really a, ra- a an incredibly rare opportunity. And imagine this, imagine if all of us Went crea- to- created a con- created a consortium of our of our companies like right, right. It, we cre- essentially created a consortium where not only were we sharing ideas but we were resources. sharing we were sharing resources and technologies and marketing and advertising and administration and and I, that's not to say that we should do that what I'm saying is is that to me that looks like the next right. obvious step it's that the ecosystem it's of... the next step for the ecosystem is that is that is that 4.0 consortium It's a system
0: of systems integrators. That's right.
1: Exactly. Um, You know, I was,
0: I just had this thought. I'm like, we should do a conference. We should do a 4.0 solutions conference or uh, industry, whatever we want to call it. A community conference, you know, invite everyone and create content, create connections in person. I'll tell you what. We could do workshops. I'll tell you what. If we we... have a a panel of,
1: of, of LinkedIn creators. If we get to... 10,000 10, followers followers on LinkedIn or one that'd be expensive, yeah. Or one thousand followers on YouTube. Okay. Then that then we'll do it. We'll do uh we'll do it right smack in the middle of the country or right. something. We actually and have
0: a little race going on. I think that uh Intellic's YouTube channel might actually be Zach Scriven Media's YouTube channel to a thousand subs. At the time right now, you're at two oh eight. But the, it's I, a, a brand by new the way, channel. I, I create all I manage the YouTube channel so it's kind of like I'm getting, I, I don't see it as a race, but right. uh, Zach's Scriven media is at like 767, which I'm very blessed and thankful for. That's like up almost double since last year, since I started full time. And, um, but I think what, where Intellig really excels is, it's very focused content, right? Zach's Scriven media is kind of this big encompassing, including the podcast, including a little bit of tech, a little bit of digital marketing and media conferences and events, but you know your niche. And uh, and it's been exciting to see the growth, but yeah, a thousand YouTube subs, we could do it.
1: Yeah, if we do a thousand YouTube subs or ten thousand on LinkedIn, I honestly I think we'll get to ten thousand on LinkedIn faster. Okay. Because we've had videos we're that actually have done, at
0: the equal ratio. Right yeah,
1: because we we're we're at where we've we get a lot more. You know, the we get a a lot more views on LinkedIn because viral. that's where the it goes
0: viral on LinkedIn. Yeah, it lives, goes yeah. viral
1: LinkedIn on yeah because it's it's professional content. But interestingly, a lot of the like the inbound interest that comes into our companies, both four point and Intellic are it's there. It's what they saw on YouTube. By so the the combination the, SEO, yeah. the combination of. Um, yeah, let's en- talk about that. Engaging, so the, really the approach, the digital marketing. LinkedIn market-
0: versus YouTube.
1: So the combination of uh, engaging with the community on LinkedIn in real time, but cataloging everything on YouTube, like as our history, is a great conversation combination. Right. Because LinkedIn gets the immediate interaction with the community, and YouTube is what's driving uh, searches. So when people are searching for what is IOT? Yeah, you know, what is IOT or you know, I, I'm looking for A digital factor. Yeah, how do I use this? They're asking basically the questions that our videos ask and answer, then they're getting driven they're getting driven to us. And and um, and and I, I I really encourage more people I mean, is this expensive to do? Yes, it's expensive to do. There's no no question about it. And I, I totally understand why it is that other you know, I totally understand why people who think zero-sum don't do it. But people like Justin Dean and, 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 and John and, and the other like-minded thinkers... I think I w- that they should just
0: start. I think oh, yeah. that they should grab their phone and start creating content. That's right. You don't need to hire Zach's Media and have a full production crew come in. You can work your way up to that point, but um, there's always more space for this community to grow.
1: But I will say it's worth every penny. Uh, I want to, you. I, I, you know, while I say it, is, is it expensive, it is, but, you know, we're, it, it is worth, it is literally worth every penny. Would, if I had to choose between, you know, we, we go to maybe eight or ten conferences a year, and, and uh, you know, ICC by far is the best conference um, that we attend every year, but uh, eight or ten conferences a year, If I, if I had to not go to four of those so that I could fund the digital media... Excuse me. I would easily, would no brainer. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to eight or ten conferences a year, uh, go to three or four of them, and then uh, start investing in digital digital content. Start investing in uh,
0: more SD card,
1: larger oh, yeah. SD cards. <laughs> so there's a B camera over there that. Yeah, I'm actually there's...
0: excited how that will come out. Yeah. But uh, we'll just go with the A camera for for You Should on get out.
1: yourself a nice little thingy over here. It only you'll never guess how much it cost. 120 bucks. Yeah, it's like 120. That's it. It looks beautiful, man. Yeah, thank you. I like it.
0: So uh, what does the, uh, the future look like, man?
1: Well, next week, well, the immediate future is I jump on a plane tomorrow morning and uh, head out to Florida. Next week is the ARC advisory show in Orlando. I'm still debating whether I'm actually going to attend the show during the week, but I will be at the Ignition um, IIoT uh, symposium on Friday in Orlando. Um, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, so there's a they are doing they're doing an IOT symposium. So invite only. Uh, mm, I'm not sure actually how that worked. Um, they did invite us. I just don't know if it was. Um, no, I, I seriously doubt it. I mean, generally they don't do, the the um the user groups are invite only yeah. normally. But the um so I'll be out in Orlando next week. Uh, tentatively I'm, I'm going to be in the New York office the following week. But I think I may come. Go out to LA and we'll shoot some more content, and then uh, I'm excited for that. We're yeah. really, really busy with uh, projects right And Very, very busy with projects right now. We're trying to bring on additional engineers. Actually, it's funny. Uh, we're supposed to be. Sh- we're supposed to shoot a video where I'm, uh, where we could post on LinkedIn that we're hiring and we're looking for like-minded people to join our team. And and uh, but I, we you just haven't
0: need to because people are reaching out. Anyways. Yeah, they're
1: reaching out. Yeah, we actually just interviewed someone today that came through all the digital media and. Um, that went great. He's he's exactly the just like us, so. Um. What would you
0: say to someone who says, Walker, you're a natural on camera. Like, I'm not that, I can't be that good as you. What would you say to that person?
1: I'm only a natural on camera because I'm being the real me. And there's someone out there who loves talking to you. So get in front of the camera and just be yourself. Right. I mean, literally, the reason people think I'm good in front of the camera is because I'm getting in front of the camera and I'm being myself. Like I, I'm literally, this is the authenticity. I'm being as authentic as I humanly can. Um, I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. My kids watch our content all the time, and <laughs> and they give you way more credit than they give me. They're like, "Oh, Zach does such a good job with the editing, and all." You know, I love the you know my son Hayden. You know, I love the the captions or the thumbnails that he's using, and it just it makes me want to watch the video. And Dad, you're okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Your are dad, so they're they should be hard on you. Oh.
1: Yeah, the the answer is just be just be yourself um, in front of in front of the camera. Be as authentic as humanly possible. And here's why it's why it's one of our core values. Not being yourself requires energy. Yeah. And that energy, using that energy to not be yourself to project something you are not takes away from your message. It it takes away its energy. You should be applying to communicating your message.
0: Yeah, and also, uh, one thing is like, you're, you're, we, you know, I'm behind the camera, and it really, we almost forget about the camera, and mm-hmm. you're just like, you're like, as if you're teaching me, and that's one of the things, it's funny you mentioned in the first half of the podcast was, you know, these, these days are extremely exhausting for you, and for me, it's quite the opposite. These days are actually really easy. I just set the camera up, hit record, and just, I just learn, actually, I get to learn a lot while you're teaching. You know, in real time, I, I I get I'm lucky I get to see it in 3D. You guys are limited to, to 2D screen, yeah. but uh, one day maybe that'll change. And uh, Zackscrew Media will be at the leading forefront of the virtual reality content creation. But then after I leave, then my work begins, and then you know you go back to and you
1: know, there is a lot. I mean, there's a lot of work that you put into the editing and and get you know getting everything posted. I mean, the fact that you travel all over the world. And you're able still to get everything, <laughs> yeah. you know, posted when it's supposed to be posted. Know, like this
0: this week was tough with Dubai, and I was just jet lagged like crazy.
1: And so, how did the how did the show go? So it went really well. Were you glad that you took took the trip out there? I'm very glad I took the trip out
0: there. Um, you know, Aviva, the entire team there was very welcoming, and they they, you know, were embracing of what it is that I was doing. I mean, even the CEO of Aviva. You know, he reached out and talked to me, and he's like, "Oh, you're the YouTube star," and you know, <laughs> um, that was cool. And you know, I got a couple key interviews, uh, like with Simon. And
1: how did the um, how was your your uh, speech received? So, we when you posted that video, we didn't really get to see right um, how that was received. But yeah. what what type of conversations did that spark up after you had that? Yeah.
0: So a lot of people, uh, so like Vishal, um, you know, he's the head of uh, operation and controls at Aviva um you know he I've and I've worked with him in previous conferences and stuff and he was actually the one who came up with the idea I was actually going to mic him up while he was giving his you know 30 minute breakout session and then that way I could just record that post that just to share with the world they recorded the keynote and stuff and that was in the big area but then they had a breakout session that wasn't recorded but you know that's what I do I I go and I record content that I think should be shared with the world and it was actually his idea to Say oh well, why don't you come up and say a few things so I was like all right yeah that'd be great so I mic'd myself up and I went up there and um, you know he said I he he said I did a really great job afterwards he's like oh wow you know for not preparing like you you crushed it and he um, he actually uh, and if you guys haven't seen it I would recommend checking it out it'd be awesome uh,
1: well you covered you I thought you I mean you touched on all the important elements right. about digital transformation and and IoT and the changing winds of the industry. You touched on all the key elements. What I
0: ultimately loved about that speech, and I don't know what gave me the idea to do it that way, but it really, like I wanted to share my story, but I didn't want to be like, oh, look at me, me, me. I'm like, how does this, how does my story relate to what's happening in the industry? How can I use this opportunity to not boost myself up, but to boost the community up? How can I give the most value for someone spending four minutes of their time, five minutes of their time listening to me, you know, talk about my story of, you know, how I quit my job, how I, you know, was a control system engineer, you know, doing SCADA in the womb and, you know, my dad worked at WonderWare and my mom started a system integrator. And, you know, like how can I actually relate that? And it, it's funny because it's actually a mirror. Like it's a very like that's why I love the digital transformation of communication and media. And digital marketing, how it just maps directly over to industry, and I and I've kind of been fortunate enough to like bridge that gap and connect, make that connection for people like you, people that you know, like our, we've name dropped a hundred times already yeah. in this podcast. Well, let me ask you this. So, flow. So that's ultimately how it was received. I mean, there was other people that reached out to me and, and talked to me, and um, you know, i, I got to say the video did really well on YouTube, actually. Uh, it didn't go super viral on LinkedIn. It got very well, you know. A lot of my fam were like, LinkedIn fam were like, you know, very proud of you. Like, wow, like. But you've grown the difference
1: a lot is, is your your LinkedIn following, is, uh, is is an eclectic group, right? You have right. you have people who fall in the technical vertical. You mm-hmm. have people who are just influencers. You yeah. have so I wouldn't expect it right. to, to take off as much as, as you know. Whereas our following, Intelix following is exclusively technical people. And they would, you know, they probably, what were we gonna say? Well, so flow sponsored you, you got to go out there. So let me ask you this, um, you know, so the whole sponsorship, obviously you wear the hats and and all that thing.
0: Funny story, I actually left the hat on the, in the business class seat.
1: Oh, when out of Madrid, on Madrid back, you were in business, right?
0: Luckily I didn't lose it on the way there (laughs) because I feel real dumb.
1: So how often do people ask, um, when you're wearing a hat mm-hmm. how often do people ask um, what more I think it
0: happens probably more often than people say but I there was a couple people that came up to me and said I recognized you because of your hat and they're like oh so <laughs> like what gave you this idea to wear someone's hat and I'm like I don't know I just I like wearing a hat and um you know like Quentin Olms, you know the man with the hat himself he was an inspiration you know he for those of you guys that don't know he's a one of the forefront LinkedIn influencers who had this black, almost like uh, cowboy hat, right? And uh, it was just an iconic brand anchor. And someone out of Vivo was like, I
1: recognize you because
0: of the hat, it was your brand anchor.
1: Well, you know it's funny is, um, so Flow, for those of you who don't know who Flow Software is, they're basically a, uh, a software company based in South Africa. And they developed a, a platform it's actually an an, an amazing platform um, and that they're really just now getting their global footprint right yeah. they they're really known well known in Africa but they they opened an office in Austin a few we live we're here in Dallas but they they opened an office in Austin they're really spreading out their wings here in the states and their goal over the next year is to really to, to get more the, broaden their install base here in the United States but they basically developed this platform that uh, I mean, it's an analytics and reporting platform that basically can consume HDA data. So that is uh, historical data from databases. Lots of different connectors. They connect, they connect to Wonderware, Rockwell, Ignition, MQTT, B, Yep, Canary Labs Historian. Um, but they're all they're, they support MQTT. They collect connect to Ignition. And by the way, I'm not I'm not banging for this. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I love I love the uh, I love the platform. I mean, right. uh, so we're using it. What my point here is is where where using flow in a pilot right now, actually here in Dallas, in a project we have here in Dallas, and we're using flow for two reasons. Number one, we're creating all of the OEE uh, uh, metrics using flow. We're not using um, ignition to do any of the MES calculations. We're using flow to do that. Number two, we're using flow to consume information from so it publishes um,
0: the OE values back to the MKTT broker, or
1: it, yes. So or, right. So what we're doing is we're we're consuming ignition tags, and then from ignition consuming flow, but we're also using Flow's HTML5 reporting tools for all the dashboards in this instance. Um, but what I really uh, like the the most impressive part of Flow, I really like all the, uh, I like it as a tool. But um, you know to do uh, it, there's really two things that make Flow amazing. Number one. Um, I can have uh, availability, quality, performance, and OEE calculations being, and they call them measures. So have them as measures, right? What Flow will allow you to do is to predict what the future values should be based on past performance, in the chart. So you can. It does that? Yeah, yeah, it does. So it it can predict future performance based on you know, for future values based on past performance. So it can do s- predictive analytics natively. Right? That's the first thing. The second thing is it natively integrates with Slack. Oh, so wow. you can generate reports and, publi- and, and, and Flow will publish those reports into a Slack channel. So you could have a Slack channel for your executives where you're interacting with a report in real time, all five of the executives. I mean, and, and what I was telling Graham when he originally showed us this platform a year and a half or whatever it was ago, I told him that is your... That is your, and like, that's what makes you unique in the market, and right. that's where the value is. But about the hat, so we're doing this trial. We didn't tell the customer we were piloting Flow. No. Okay, so we're doing Flow, and the custom, when I said to the customer after we did the presentation and I showed him the Flow dashboards, the first thing he said to me was, Hey, that's that guy who does your digital media, he wears their hat, right? And I said, Yeah. Shut up. Sorry, no, <laughs> You're I, I'm dead serious, yeah. And that actually was just uh, last week. Well, <laughs> it's hard to believe, but it's actually not that
0: hard to believe because 25,000 people saw it in just one video. It actually had nothing to do about Flow, <laughs> but you'd be surprised. You know, It takes seven digital touches for someone to actually recognize your logo. And there, over the course of Instagram and several videos of going to Madrid and Dubai, and there's still more content that I want to put out um, with the Flow hat, but up to date, it was 100,000 people saw that logo on that hat. And um, you know, funny story is you know, Grandma also sponsored me to go. Uh, um, you, you keep looking at you. Uh, well, there's. Let's, a, we'll wrap this up soon. But no, no, no,
1: not at all. There's a, I, I, There's another integrator here in Dallas that we support. Uh, okay. That we're we're training them. That we're training them how to use Ignition, and he needs some help real quick. Let me. Uh, okay. Let me uh, send this message out real quick.
0: So I think the biggest. Yeah. So a hundred thousand people saw. Um, you know, saw me wearing that hat. And, you know, for what he paid, that's it's a really good CPM, you know. Um, it didn't cover my whole Dubai trip. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, in my future travels, I can work with enough sponsors and, and get enough influence that I can cover those trips and, you know, not be coming out of pocket. But, you know, I'm building up my company right now. I'm building up my influence, and I'm, I'm you know, working the grind. It's going to take two to five years for that entrepreneurship grind to really pay off. But, um, he yeah, he actually he sponsor, So he sponsored me to go to Rockwell Automation Fair too, right? Yeah. And I wasn't pleased with the results. I didn't um, – I wore the IntelliCat. I wore the Conair engineering hat with yeah. Rafi. But I, I wore the Flow hat, but I didn't quite get – the videos that I put out weren't quite what, what I was happy with. So I actually credited him back that for the Dubai trip. I said, you know, this is what I was going to, you know, seek out for sponsorship for Dubai. But I'm just going to credit you back um, – and, you know, Dubai was obviously a lot more than, than uh, just Philly, right? What but, you
1: ought to do is, but for, you know, he was, he was, ha- for, for case in point, he was happy with the results for all of the people who sponsor And now you, and I mean, your sponsorships are getting bigger. You have more and more people getting involved, right? What you ought to that. So you did an animated logo for 4.0 solutions. You ought to do something like that for all of them and in your videos, have that play, that animated logo that says sponsored by, yeah. this content is sponsored by, in addition to just having them, because yeah. if you, I mean, if you, you know, you you always work with us, right? So if you have IntelliC as, you know, you just have that logo, you can just drop it in on anything, right? Yeah. Same thing with Flow or yeah. any of the other.
0: I think to describe Flow in like two sentences is they work, like they sponsored me to go to Dubai. So if you don't know what type of company they are, what kind of forward-thinking company they are, just think about that for a second, right? They are on the leading edge of hip marketing. I mean, if you like Walker, you like Intellic, you like what he's doing and like what we're doing, then you're gonna like Flow, you're gonna like what they're doing, what kind of a forward-thinking company they are. Um, Can't believe I said hip, but.
1: So this is the life he, of an he, he this called, is the life of an integrator. I'm supporting someone right he, now through. He, he
0: called me. Uh, he called me the Casey Neistat of our industry. You know, and that's awesome. I, it really is. I, I, what are your plans for February? So the what are your? I told Mary that I'm not traveling at all for business for February, and this is technically January 31st, so it is true. Uh, but I'm coming back. Um, I'm actually flying tomorrow morning straight to LAX, then to Maui. Mary's working a trip to Maui, baller, and so I'm flying with her on the plane that she's working on. But we'll have twenty four hours layover, a much needed uh, vacation. Okay, I think this will actually be our first vacation without the, without Zoe. Oh,
1: so, who's watching Zoe while you're gone?
0: Um, our family friend or her auntie. Uh, so that's, that'll be cool.
1: One of the things that I would really like is our anniversary. Is if we well happy anniversary? Two years, three years? We've been dating for four years. Four years. Um, it's crazy because I met you before you were 21 and it's like just so, yeah. you know, it's just weird yeah. now that you're like a dad and, yeah, you know, a, a husband and all that kind of An stuff. Entrepreneur. But, but the uh, the what I would really like is, so one of the things that we're definitely going to be doing in February is soliciting more. I mean, we get a lot of feedback from the community, but I want to actively solicit from the community what the topics are that we should cover. Um, in our digital content, um, we're definitely getting more technical this month. We got we're, the stuff we shot today is more technical, so we're going to get more technical. I think we, you know, yeah. people are starting to change the way they think and stuff. So, Love I think it. we should do this again. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah I like this format. And and uh, I mean, I kudos to the people who watch it all the way through. Yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Till the next time, then.
0: Peace out. We got to come up with a. Thank you guys for <laughs> watching and uh, listening to the Zach Shriver podcast with Walker Reynolds. Um, and watching the Intelli first half of the podcast so,
1: uh, and we'll, uh, I'll see you guys on the flip side peace out however you do that